Section 33 of The Wonder Garden. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Wonder Garden by Francis Jenkins Olcott. The Magpie Maidens. Retold from Hesiod and Ovid. The Nine Sister Muses. Oh, most lovely of all mountains in those golden wonder times was Mount Helicon in Greece. On its sloping sides stood mighty trees, laughing rivers ran through its valleys, flowers of every hue smiled up from its grass. No poisonous thing grew in its meadows, while the air, crystalline and pure, enwrapped the whole mountain like a cool, transparent veil. But the most beautiful of all was the grove on its summit, where statues gleamed like snow amidst the pale green shade of vines and trees. For this grove was the abode of the nine sister muses, the daughters of song, and the loveliest of all Olympian maidens. Daily, with delicate, nimble feet, they danced in the grove, or bathed in the violet-hued spring of Aganippe. Sometimes, hand in hand, they climbed to the fountain of Hippocrene, from whose bubbling waters the winged horse Pegasus was wont to drink long sweet draughts. And always, as they climbed upward, they uttered such musical notes that the birds paused in their flight to listen, the bees ceased their humming, and Pegasus, tossing his head, waved his silvery wings in delight. And always the nine sister muses sang about the dwellers on Mount Olympus. They sang of stately aegis-bearing Jupiter, of Minerva the grey-eyed and wise one, of Venus the beautiful and her naughty little son Cupid, of Aurora the rosy-fingered child of dawn, who clad in saffron robe each morning flung open the purple gates of day. But more often they sang of Apollo of the golden beams, dwelling in the palace of the sun that was raised high on columns of radiant gold, with ivory-polished roof and folding doors like brightest silver. And so the nine sister muses, singing together, made Mount Helicon ring with their entrancing voices. But alas! One day, harsh, discordant noises, and the rustlings of strong wings, came from the trees that swept with their boughs the fountain of Hippocrene. Then there sounded a dreadful chattering among the leaves, and the nine muses fled back in disgust to their grove. And this is how that dreadful chattering came to disturb Mount Helicon. The Nine Sister Pierides over the lands of Pella ruled King Pyrrhus, and in his richly adorned palace dwelt his daughters, the nine sister Pierides. Very haughty and foolish they were, and proud of their voices. They grew prouder and prouder, until one day the eldest said, We, and not the nine sister muses, should inhabit the delightful grove on Mount Helicon. Come, let us go thither, and put the muses to shame with our melodious voices. So they hastened away to Mount Helicon, and climbed to the Fountain of Hippocrene, where the nine sister muses were singing sweetly to Pegasus, while he drank deeply from the sparkling water. 
Cease, O ye vain muses, your empty, vulgar noises, cried the eldest of the nine sister Pierides. We are come to have a contest with you. Let each sing, and if our charming voices make us the victors, you must retire at once and forever from this spot. But if you overcome us, which is not at all likely, we will return to our snow-capped mountains. Let us now to the contest, and do you call the nymphs of the streams of Helicon to be our judges. Now the nymphs of the streams of Helicon heard these words as they were peeping from the water, and quickly came crowding to the fountain of Hippocrene, and sat down on the rocks to listen. Then the eldest of the nine sister Pierides opened wide her mouth, and with harsh, discordant sounds sang mockingly of the dwellers on Mount Olympus. She scoffed at aegis-bearing Jupiter. She sang scornfully of Diana of the bended bow, and of Diana's brother, Apollo of the golden beams. And as her voice rose higher and higher, and became noisier and noisier, the sky darkened, and gusts of wind shook the trees. And so it was, until she had ended her song. Then rose up one of the nine sister muses, Calliope of the silver voice. Her long hair was wreathed with ivy, and her robe swept the dewy grass. Her sweet voice soared like a bird through the air. She sang of daffodils and roses. She sang of little Proserpina romping with her playmates in a flowery meadow. She sang of grim King Pluto and his plunging steeds, and of Mother Ceres, the keeper of all the cornfields in the world. And such wondrous silvery melody poured forth from Calliope's throat, that the sun shone brightly forth, and the very moon and stars seemed to stand still to listen. And then Calliope ceased her singing. O oh, ye nine sister muses, cried the nymphs of the streams of Helicon, never before have we heard such entrancing melodious strains. To you and you alone belongs the victor's crown, and not to these stupid nine sister Pierides, who disgust all nature with their loud noises. At this the nine sister Pierides burst into abuse and clamor, but the nine sister muses looked silently and sternly upon them. Then Calliope said, O oh, ye mockers, your insolence and pride alone merit reproof, but now to these you add abuse and violence, therefore receive your just punishment. And even while she was speaking, the nine sister Pierides, menacing her with their hands, tried to grasp her long hair. But lo, wonder of wonders, quills sprouted from their fingers. Their arms were covered with feathers and became wings. In despair they beat their breasts with their wings, for they felt their feet change into claws. And each saw the other's faces shoot out into long, hard beaks. And behold, the nine sister Pierides were no longer maidens, but were become magpies the scandal of the woods, for their pride and love of chattering still remained. Then they rose into the air with a rushing sound, and settled in the trees whose boughs swept the fountain of Hippocrene. And so dreadful was their chattering and their harsh, discordant clamor, that Pegasus, stretching his silvery wings in fright, soared into the sky, while the nine sister muses, 
fled in disgust back to their grove. End of section 33. Recording by Owen Cook in Pottawatomie Seeded Land.